1: all of our nieces, nephews, on non-binary familials. I'm your Auntie Ruth.
0: I'm your Auntie Gina. And And we are your weird aunts. I feel like you're not trying. Ah! This is supposed to to happen at the same time. All right, that's okay. (laughs) The show where we take a look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to past trends and fads. So... It is
1: June, and you know what that means. (gasps) You gotta help us stride into pride. A deeper love.
0: (laughs) I am so so ready.
1: I know. So, um, this month, we are um, celebrating our LGBTQIA family. We Mm. are watching um, movies that are geared towards our family. And, um, so this week we watched The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert.
0: Queen of the Desert. Queens
1: of the Desert. Uh, starring Hugo Weaving, Guy Pearce, and Terrence Stamp. I said it right this time. Yeah. Apparently I have problems pronouncing it, but there I did it. Yeah.
0: It sounded great. Nice and crisp.
1: Thank you so much. Um, So so let me give you um, an explanation, a description of this movie. It says, um, Two drag performers and a transgender woman travel across the desert to perform their unique style of cabaret.
0: Interesting. Yes.
1: But um, while watching it, I realized, you know, it, i was surprised they didn't refer to it as a pilgrimage in the desert
0: is that right on that cute little bus and why okay you know what i was thinking it's um canterbury tales chaucer Okay. and it's because that was written um from the perspective of people on a pilgrimage together (gasps) and they're swapping stories as they're traveling that's what happens that's exactly it. So I do think you're right because, and again, like most journeys, mm. why they began the journey, mm-hmm. their goals that they made at the beginning of the journey, is not is not what they received by the end of it. It was there were gifts given, yes, and re- and gifts received that were surprises for all of them. Yes, yeah.
1: things that they thought were <laughs> taken away, but really, no. Really, they received more. That's right. Well
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot to yeah, take in. It is. Yes. So right off the bat, you know, I I read, you know, there's like a lot a lot of think pieces written about this movie, like especially because there's always like ten years after, twenty years after, how does it stand up? Because this was released in 1994. Oh. And. It's crazy because there are some things that not only stand up, like, like stand the test of time, but are, like, just really, like, really perfectly explain things that have have been difficult to explain about, Mm -hmm. like, just the queer experience in general and how it's not easily labeled and how... Mm -hmm. It's it's so much more inclusive and so much larger than anybody yeah. can imagine, right? And then there there are a few elements <laughs> that did not age quite as well. But uh, yeah, but um,
1: for the most part, I feel like it. I-, I was surprised, honestly, for a movie that's what twenty six years old. Girl, twenty six. Is that it? Twenty. 20- yeah. Yes. I don't. Uh, I f- uh, that math makes me uncomfortable. We are not babies anymore. No, ma'am. Um, I thought mm-hmm. that they respected, um, especially with uh, with Bernadette Terrence Stamp's character. Um, yes, she's transgendered. and I was like, wow. I mean, for the time, there was like a lot of. Um, slurs that people used in that time for transgender people. And I didn't really... I mean, Mm-mm. they joked around a little bit about it, but, like, I felt like they really respected her as a person. Yeah, abs-
0: yeah, and we'll definitely... I feel like we can dig into that when we get into more of the plot. Yeah. Um. But the other thing, too, is that when this movie was released... I mean, I think, the re- they, it, I think the budget was, like, $2 million. Oh.
1: That sounds like and a lot to me, but I know it's really not.
0: No, that's nothing. Yeah. For a movie? Nothing. That's like giving a kid $25 in a camcorder and saying, <laughs> make E.T. Well, they did it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, delicious. if you gave, like, girl, <laughs> if they gave me $2 million, I'd be like, I'll see what I can do. You know, I mean, not the same it's got a video app on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've been making movies for free for years. A wink. no, I'm just kidding. I have not. I am not at that comfort level. Um, but, and it ended up making like $10 million or something, It, it which was great. Nobody saw it coming, but I think the reason it landed why it did like when it did was because like, you have to think this is like, Right after the AIDS crisis, and just all the movies and everything that was coming about out about gay life was—it mm-hmm. was sad. It was mournful. It, like a entire generation was decimated. Yeah. And then you have this movie that is filled with just the absolute joy. joy. joy yeah. Joy of being queer. I mean, I mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's fun guys it's, a, it really is yeah. I mean look if you're queer if you're goth if you're extra let me just tell you like, <laughs> like there's a place for you and it's really fun I mean life is gonna be hard for you growing up like you're gonna be an outsider and it's gonna be really hard for you to find people that are like minded but honey when you do <laughs> you're gonna have a good time yes You know, and I just think, like, like for me, when I was sitting there, you know, going to Southern Baptist School, Mm. and I saw Priscilla, Queen of the (laughs) Desert, (laughs) it just felt like, you know, a light in the darkness. Yeah. So, you know, I just think the timing of it was that levity and... Light was just so needed at that point. Yes, definitely.
1: Something campy and kitschy and fun and light. Yes. But yeah. still represents the culture. Yeah. It's just, you know. It, ugh, yeah. Agreed.
0: But, um, and I, too, and two, it just shows that feeling of anybody or people that. Like, maybe you don't have a family to rely on for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know. So you make and your own. Girl. <laughs> yep. You know, I mean, you make your own. We've all been there. But so, you know, at the very start of the movie, mm-hmm. did you want to set it up? So at the very <laughs> beginning, um, Hugo Weaving's character...
1: Um, Tick um, is in full drag regalia in the hospital dressed as Mitzi. Um, I think it's a chandelier.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, the first time I ever saw it, I thought he was on a stretcher. I thought he was like Belly down, legs up. No, that's just the hugeness of the dress. Oh, It's, like, okay. so massive. Right. It took me, like, another watch, I remember, and I was like, oh, no. That's just it- everything. Right.
0: That's the chandelier. That's the
1: chandelier. So, um, he's waiting, because, uh, you know, he's married to a woman, Right. And um, he's in the hospital waiting for her to give birth to their son. Right. And, I mean, yeah, that's how it starts.
0: Right. And so the audience knows this. His traveling companions do not. All that they know is that he's revealed to them that he is indeed married to a woman. Yes. And that she has asked him for a favor. And, you know could you guys come and perform a few shows at the hotel mm-hmm. that she's there, at, what's that town called? Uh, Alice. That they're driving to Alice Springs, Alice Springs. Which we asked our Australian friends about. Yes. And they were saying it's in the northern territories, which is kind of rough and tumble. It's like uh, our s- deep south. Yeah, I mean, I would see, cause I was, you know, cause I'm from like semi-rural, well, no, I'm, I'm from a big city in Texas, but I live in semi-rural Texas now. So I was like, I could see if you were like taking a bus trip, I don't know, from here to Florida. Yeah. Having that, it would be that kind of feel. <laughs> Not fun and very uncomfortable. Uh, I mean, you know, we used to, you know, we used to draft Florida in a four-seater sedan. <laughs> And, um, well, I'm just saying when I go to hell, I'm going to be in the back of that sedan (laughs) in the middle of Mississippi. Oh, Jesus.
1: (laughs) That is your personal hell?
0: Yeah. It sounds awful. There were no tablets. There were no tablets. No. There was a brother that was punching me in the face for 20 hours. Uh Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't care that there was a beach on the other end of that. (laughs) I mean, what? It's never-ending at that point.
1: Is there even a beach? Uh,
0: there was no pilgrimage. I didn't learn anything about myself. I didn't bond with my family. No. It was not Priscilla, queen of the desert. <laughs> but they break down. Am I jumping oh. ahead of myself? Are you? I don't know. Okay. So they head off, and when you're in a road movie... Oh, I... W- w- I, I am jumping ahead of myself, because there's other you are people a in bit. it.
1: Whoops-a-daisy. So, um, Guy Pierce is um, a drag queen. He plays a drag queen named Felicia, who works at the same club as um, Tick, who is also known as Mitzi, and uh, they work together. And then um, the other main character is Bernadette, who um, I think I mentioned is a transgendered uh, woman and um her husband her twenty five year old husband had recently had just died from a hair bleaching accident
0: right um, which we know like you absolutely have to ventilate <sighs> you have to vent you have to crack a window how many times have i i mean in <sighs> the mad in the madness yeah
1: I'm guilty of it myself. But I'm still here by the grace of gods.
0: I just like the smell, Ruth. I just (laughs) like the smell. (laughs) Of bleach? Of peroxide? Don't yuck my yum. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, the three of them, you know, get in easily a, a bus from the 1960s oh yes and you know it's like they tour when bus they'd... like a really
1: shitty bad broken down tour bus
0: well it's not even a tour bus like that was meant for like rock stars maybe even a what i don't know a greyhound bus i feel i feel like it's a it's like the kind of bus that would take like seniors to an aquarium okay yeah or something like <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yes Uh, But decommissioned, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. years and years old. Yes. And they make the fatal flaw of every comedy road movie, Uh which is, let's take the shortcut, through the desert. The desert. Nothing is there. So, as you can imagine, hijinks ensue. Yes. Oh, Lord.
1: Um... It's pretty fun, though, because they have some really, really fun stuff on the bus. You know what? I, oh, was, well. I was remembering, like, you know when you used to, like, decorate your tape decks and stuff? Yes. Like, with, with like, stickers and rhinestones yeah. and shit. And it was taking me back to to those days. And I was like,
0: oh, God. That was so fun. I mean, Pop a tape in there was not an if you didn't write or personalize every single thing that you owned yeah. what were you doing i still do it i'm obsessed uh, oh yeah, with I'm, it i'm like what are we talking about i mean i can't have plain shit. it's just it's not in me no that's for ordinary bitches yes that's for basic bitches yes. that's no. not us no I'm gonna need to you know it's like coco chanel take one thing off before you leave Mm-mm. i'm like i'm gonna put one more thing on and then oh look what i found on the floor i'm gonna put that on too and That's
1: then you right. walk by the mirror and you're like uh oh i need to accessorize my head
0: yes ma'am i was like i don't know if they can see this lipstick shade from space i'm gonna brighten it up yeah I need that Some day glow and that's what and let me just tell you and that is why I needed this movie. Mm-hmm. That's why I needed this movie when I was a kid because I don't know if you've ever been told this mm-hmm. but um, I'm team too much. Oh yeah, I'm a little extra Uh-huh. I get I get a little too excited about things. Yeah And um, I dance a little too hard. And I, I sing too loud. Do you? I do, Ruth. I, I have been asked more than once to um, stop dancing so vigorously. Oh, that's rude. Only, only by straight guys. I was like, this isn't for you. No. This isn't for you. <laughs> this is for me. <laughs> Honey, I'm dancing for me. Then that's not surprising. No, it's not surprising. No. But the thing... The thing is, too, is that, I mean, like, pri- like I love Pride Month and just all of this, but uh-huh. like, I think, you know, back in the, like, when we were coming up, it was so strange because, like, you know, I, like, I was, we were both sort of religious, right? Oh, yeah. And you were religious. Yeah. And I remember, like, we, the clubs that we could get into underage were, like, the goth clubs and the gay clubs. You go into goth and, town. Yeah. But like, there is, there has always been a very firm affinity with weirdos, goths, the queer community.
1: Yes. Well, because they're always like the outcasts. Right. You know, we're, I don't know. Outsiders. Outsiders. Thank you. That's a much better word. Outsiders.
0: And, but there's also, you know, but we also all love drama, like, <laughs> like yours is the rainbow, mine's all black. But the same thing. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, like I'm wearing feathers. They're crow feathers, but they're feathers. <laughs> it's like, like clashed. No, I'm into the vibe. Like yes. I will get up. I will dance too hard. Like in. You know to have somebody say yes that is the that is the appropriate amount of enthusiasm you know yes it is it is a bad it is a bad romance i don't want to be friends (laughs) what you promised oh my god girl
1: (laughs) i need it all did you did you um did you leave us for a second are you back Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Whew. You
0: haven't. Sorry, I got a little. I got a little monster there for a second. <laughs> but that's what I'm seeing. Like the when you're trying to describe a film, you're like, oh, okay, here are the plot points. But let me just tell you, the plot points are it makes you feel amazing. Yes. That's that's the plot. Point. Yes, it's fun. Like they dress up. That's the thing. So they're going through what is hostile terrain oh yeah they will get like in full gear yes full drag regalia just to go get a hotel room
1: (laughs) yes so um can i mention like my favorite is uh mitzi is wearing a fucking dress made out of flip-flops
0: sandals yes oh yes and amazing i'm like i could make that of
1: course you why could have an eye i don't know why um my favorite but always having to be extra felicia wears one of those great like plastic wigs
0: Right, that's what I love. Like, so I was reading you know, about like the drag differences, like on the Australian scene, and how it's much more like performance art. Uh-huh. You know, it's not not as much like female impersonation as like like just performance art. which, which honestly, I really dig because yeah. I mean, like honestly, all drag is grey drag. I mean, I like. I mean, I've like seen horror drag, mm-hmm. not like horrors, but like, you know, just horror, like, or. horror, or. <laughs> horror. <or. laughs> you know, but just every, you know, I love it all. Like, yeah. do whatever, you know, obviously. And, you know, the other thing too is that, um, like, like it effortl- effortlessly talks about the fact that gender expression and sexuality are two completely different things. Yes. You know, and that's really hard for a lot of people to understand. Like Hugo Weaving's character, you know, he was married, he mm-hmm. has like a son. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, through the film, they're just like, do you want a boyfriend? Like, how do you describe yourself? He's like, honestly, I don't really know. And the thing is, like, you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's what I feel like it still stands as like fairly progressive is – like, whatever you like, whatever is natural, whatever feels, you know, like loving and healthy and for you, that's your gig. And you know, like, watch at the time, it didn't, it didn't hit me like it does now. Mm-hmm. But I just think labels are are really a tricky little thing, and
1: not everybody fits into you know you can't tick just one box off or even no or even just one period you know i
0: mean i don't know i don't know who i am oh no i mean you just couldn't like what if what if you were stuck in a bus in the desert with nothing to do oh honey i'd be dead the vultures oh, well, yeah, would come, too. They'd come. What are you talking me? about? Yeah, no, I wouldn't last. I mean, any industry survivals I like. I was. I was thinking of like a sexual scenario, but then you like t- brought me back down to earth, where I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, we wouldn't last ten minutes without air conditioning. <laughs> I mean, how these, <laughs> how these queens, like
1: how, that's what I think. What you were kind of saying is like how they end up just, like, having all this fucking fun. They're like, oh, no, we're stranded in the fucking middle of nowhere in the desert. And then, but it's, like, it's cool, because, look, I'm just gonna dress up in my drag. It's okay. I'm just gonna practice my performance for when we do get there. Even though nobody's coming for miles away, it's okay.
0: I know, and what's so crazy is it. you know, so Bernadette, Terrence Stamp, or, just for everybody out there, Zod, Thank from you, Superman
1: Zod.
0: Oh my gosh. I mean, when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll just put it there, but like you don't have to leave it yeah. there. He was hot. I mean, he imprinted on me psychosexually in a way yes. I can't explain. Yes sort of androgynous he had
1: a black beard but yeah still at the same time the the lycra lycra i feel like it was some kind of
0: spandex i feel like it was like a spandex some it was kind of fitting jumpsuit because he had a henchman you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like his menace was very like it was it was a different kind of menace it wasn't like strength or brawn mm-hmm. it was like cunning yes
1: and then the woman, there was a woman too, I think, but I don't really recall. I just know
0: Zod. Zod. You don't need, you, you need no God but Zod. Oh. And so, yeah, I know. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I did like it. That. I said it. But, so his character, oh, and I wanted to say, okay, so I read, um, I was reading, like, uh, interviews about his ex- experience playing that character because, so he plays a trans woman, And I just felt like the whole movie, the way that he held his body, the way that he walked, like even in the drag performances. I mean, it it just everything was done with such care. Like he really fully embodied that part. Mm -hmm. And, um, and he said, I had to think about what it would be like to be born into the wrong body and born into a body that wasn't the same as one's emotions. Oh, my God. Back then. then.
1: Back then.
0: Terrence. I was like, at this point, it is really so tender. Because, like, it's not even even a movie about her being a transgender woman. It's a movie about her being a woman. Yes. Of a certain age. Exactly. Looking for somebody for love. Mm -hmm. Like, she's already figured out... She she knew she was a woman. I mean, and that's what you show. we She shows a flashback of her switching presents with her little sister, so she could get the girl doll. You know, yeah. the doll, and her sister got the dump truck. Yes. So she knew. Like that's that question was settled ages and ages ago. Mm-hmm. And so Terrence played it as, you know, this is a a, a mature woman who's in a place where in her life where she wants to settle down and she's got these like two clowns and the bus making a ruckus and she just wants love and i just thought it was so sweet and such a choice on his part yes to portray her that way because she she she's not playing it as a performer it's I it's not mean, this campy is, it's it's very respectful it's her life mm-hmm. yeah I just thought it was really lovely, and I this you're gonna love this quote. Okay. Okay. So the, um, so the interviewer was saying, "What's it like to have so many like gay male fans come up to you on the street?" And he said, um, "He says it brings a life into my life. I can't think of anything that's more attractive than light." <gasps> oh. Is that not the sweetest? I'm going to cry. I know. <laughs> I I'm love funny. that. I love him. <sighs> but you could really tell. And even... That's the other thing is the... Because both, like, Hugo Weaving... Who went on... Like, he was in The Matrix. I mean, he's a huge Lord star. Of the Rings. Oh, God. Oh, how could I forget? Like, huge star. Still a huge star. Yes. Still acting all the time. Yes. And, um... And Felicia... <laughs> Guy Pierce. Ah, Felicia, Guy Pierce. I mean obviously Everything. he was just in he's just in Mare in a sad town outside of Pennsylvania. <laughs> like that she was huge. It was huge. Did you catch it? <laughs> I I did not because I you know, as you know, I like to borrow passwords from <laughs> my pals. <cows, laughs> so I, uh, no, you have a oh, million times. Yeah. I still need to get it. I but okay. um, um, but I'm just saying I have to break in every time. I he, mean, borrow. <laughs> <laughs> he was really good in that. I mean, you know, he
1: he's always like that attractive character. I mean, when he was a memento, though, that was really like that was totally. He's always like doing different shit.
0: La Confidential. I, yeah. I he's just everywhere. Yeah. I mean, he's. He's, he's really... You put yeah. him in a role, and he's going to fucking shine. He's going to do it. He's going to show up. And that's the thing. He commits. Yeah. He commits. Like, everything... <sighs> I just loved it. Like, the... I don't care when the sun don't shine. Get I love it in a unit. Time. <laughs> oh, it's... He sings it a few just, times, but, you know, it's just, like,
1: his happy little song.
0: <sighs> well, that's the thing. And you can tell, like, all three of these characters through the movie are on their own journeys, and mm-hmm. you're like, you're wondering what makes them tick, and you know, like, with Felicia they have this sort of joke that you know, that like, it was childhood abuse, but she like, ch- like turned the tables on her childhood abuser. Yes! Yes, did. So, but it's <laughs> like, I, what I what I read, um in one of the think pieces... Oh. Okay. So there is... Um, it's a term called... I hope I'm saying this right. Larrikinism. Um, hooliganism or disregard for convention. Oh, yeah. Larrikin is an Australian English term meaning a mischievous young person, an uncultivated, rowdy, but good-hearted person, or a person who acts with apparent disregard for social or political conventions. Well that's Felicia in a nutshell yeah and I think like and they have that in England where it's like sort of Jack the Lad Uh but you know just high spirited rebellious and I think like for him it was like coming to terms with like his masculinity Uh because there was a part of him that is very Jack the Lad and brave and taking chances and a daredevil but he's in a dress
1: because he doesn't give a
0: shit but there is a part of him that is provocative and he takes these dangerous chances and so you think that there is some part of it part of him that's still struggling Mm -hmm. that to me was where i felt the journey was for him was like you don't have to prove that you're more man than these other men Mm -hmm. you know like if anything, you're more brave than they've ever had to be oh, on any given day. Like when they
1: go to that one town, and, and he goes to the video store. Oh, first of all, that yeah. town was scary for anybody to walk into.
0: Right. I've, I've, like I said, I, I think I mentioned driving through Mississippi, <laughs> and I have been to that town. I. It was. Well, I think it was Cape P.D. Cooper Paddy, the town. <laughs> yeah, Cooper Paddy. It was like uh, um, a bunch of like uh, miners. Minors. There you go. But not juveniles. People who in work mines, in mines. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? We are talking about the meanest little son of a bitch children now. <laughs> they just would not leave them alone.
1: <laughs> no. No, no, no. Like really. No. Um, homophobic. Roughnecks. Okay, yeah, definitely that. Um but one of them doesn't realize. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Guy Pierce in this movie in drag is so fucking gorgeous. But like he puts on like this wig and just walks into the video store. <laughs> and I don't what it wasn't even that he wanted to rent. I don't even remember now.
0: Oh, it was something like... Um, it was some porn. Oh, it was a Texas Chainsaw Mascara. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember that. It was the Texas Chainsaw Mascara. <laughs> and then cut to... They, they
1: told... <sighs> probably Bernadette was like, guys, don't go anywhere in this town. Well, they had met... Oh, we completely forgot about Bob. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no pun what about Bob? What about
1: Bob? What about Bob? What a, what about what Bob? Of, <laughs> one of the sweetest characters in the whole movie.
0: Fuck, we like skipped right past him. So let's introduce yeah. Bob. All um, right. So they're, so their bus breaks down. They finally are able to get help like they anyway fi- they finally get help they meet bob yes who is a mechanic in the small town yes. but they don't have the part for the bus no,
1: they he's do like not. they have to get to the hotel
0: alice springs, alice springs yeah
1: to get to um tick's wife in time. I think it's like three days or something. And he's like, sorry, we won't have the part for like six days. And they're like, no, we have to have it, whatever. And so he invites them in. And he's like, well, just, you know, stay with me and my
0: wife. (laughs) Right. Uh (laughs) And here's the other problematic element. (sighs) That didn't, that didn't survive very well. Sort of a s- sexualization of an Asian female yeah, character. So, so we can cool. just acknowledge that and Let's not leave talk it. about it anymore. Let's leave it there. Let's leave it's it. really bad. It's bad, yeah. So. All this to say, it establishes to the audience that Bob is in fact single. Yes. He is a gentleman. He's such a gentleman. He's single, he's a gentleman. He also knows how to fix a bus. Mm which is going to be helpful because they now need him to join the rest of the journey mm-hmm. so they can make it which provides a romantic interest for Bernadette our hero Bernadette yeah. one of the scenes i love i wrote down was that when she was like looking for help in the desert like she stopped and got her compact on to put lipstick on uh-huh so it's like she's like literally wandering around there's like flies landing on her face <laughs> yes. and she like still stops to so like to put lipstick yeah. on and like I don't know I've mentioned like you never um, know you're gonna run into that <laughs> it's just funny because I you know I mentioned when you talk <laughs> we've talked in previous episodes how you how much you love good fellas and <laughs> how much you how much you respect Italian Americans and I and this is absolutely true that when I was a kid, like, um, you know, we would always be on hospital duty. Like anybody who was in the hospital, we'd have to go to the hospital so we could read the rosary and uh-huh. just, you know, hang out there all yeah. day. The, one of my job, one of the jobs was to make sure that my grandmother always had lipstick on. <laughs> That's yeah. really cute. And I did that from yeah, I did that for my mom too. But they were like both like I would put chapstick on and then I would like put like a little tint oh. on because they wanted to look nice for the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so like when Bernadette did that, I just the like I to me that felt like such a like such a, a feminine impulse. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. I don't. I am. I don't care that I'm lost in the desert. If they find my carcass, they're gonna find it with lipstick on. <laughs> I can't believe you I
1: know, can't leave like, the house without makeup on. I got it.
0: I mean, there's like literally a buzzard going for my eye, but they're like, wait, is that Coral Fantasy? <laughs> Looks good. It does look good. But my other like favorite element of this movie yeah. is Guy Pearce on felicia on two occasions yes please gets on top of the bus oh <laughs> yes they have that chair or something strapped to the top right it's a high heel It like like a throne it's amazing yes. <laughs> and he just stands on top of it sings Lip opera thinking
1: opera you know,
0: it is just amazing to me because, again, as we mentioned, we're extra people oh, ourselves. But this is and, the ultimate. <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean, the, you know, he's wearing these like al- this elaborate, well, in, on both occasions, he's wearing like this really elaborate drag, but then it's like this like mile long scarf fabric. Draped behind him so that as the wind is blowing, it's just billowing. Yeah, like a perfume ad. <laughs> it's totally like a perfume ad. You know, and it's just flying behind him while, you know, singing opera. It's like the
0: definition of extra. Yeah, it's like, talk about feeling the fantasy. I mean, both you and I have the um, same hobby of like, it could be the middle of the Mm. night. And we're like, you know, I'm just going to do a full face look. Just going to do a full face. look, Not for any reason, not for any reason. And, um, (laughs) it, you know, it is just for the joy of it. It That's the thing. It's just like, you know, there's just going to be maybe a 10 or 15 minute period where I walk by every reflective surface and be like, Oh fuck me! Just look at Everybody you. Everybody needs to see this. Selfie, oh my selfie. god, get into it! Like you're filling yourself. You know it, it. Yes, you have to live the fantasy, yes. and it's like I, I just love. I think it's so important for people, like especially like, if you like have recovery issues, or like. Mental health, whatever it is, it's so important. Like, just art for art's sake. Yeah. Just to to have something Expression. that can bring you joy. Yeah. Just it doesn't matter. It doesn't. You don't have to, have to make money off of it. It doesn't have to be a grift. It doesn't have to go on the gram. <laughs> it doesn't have to. I mean, but, honey. Like, I'm just saying, (laughs) we don't have a Patreon (laughs) because we have tens of elevens of listeners. (laughs) This is definitely art for art's sake over here. Oh, yes. Word. And, you know, like, we're trying. We're trying. But that's what I mean. It's like, there's something about, like, the lesson, and I think that's the lesson of drag, which is, these are the materials I have right now. On Mm -hmm. hand. How can I make, how can I stuff like as much fabulous, amazing, joyful energy into this moment with what I've got right now? That's all you need. And it's like, but what if you can do that with your life? What if you can do that with every aspect of your life? That's what I mean. I mean, but it, but like that, like to me is what it feels like. It's like, I, you probably don't have enough money. Maybe your health isn't great. Like, maybe you're not where you need to yeah. be. But whatever you have right yeah. now, the materials you have at the moment, if you could make the best of them, mm-hmm. like, like, you could really shine. Yeah. Like, the, there's something in that. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I love it. I mean, look, I mean, that, the CBD oil got me thinking. <laughs> it um, did. I
1: I love this. Okay. We're getting deep into it.
0: Not no. Uh, maybe, maybe this was my part of the pilgrimage. I think it was. I think it took you as, somewhere. As a voyeur. It did take me somewhere. And you're bringing me sure. along with you. I appreciate it. I mean, you have to go on it with another person. You, do. you don't go on a pilgrimage no. alone. That's ridiculous. That's a vision quest. That's <laughs> totally different. That's another movie. <laughs> but so... So it's really they they end up so you have this budding romance like they arrive in Alice Springs and at this point you have you know Guy Pierce's character has gone through an attack and he's been like nursed back to health yeah. we like we know that um you know Bernadette is is in this blossoming romance they show up and find out that not only does Tick indeed have a wife, but a child, which is shocking enough to make Bernadette faint. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but, you know, and so, and they all spend some time together. He'd never met his son, though. Or... I think, I guess he must have never met him as, as an, an older, older child. And the thing is, is that, and again, this is like in 1994... The most progressive person in the room is his son. Yes. Oh, my God. He doesn't... He's, like, whatever.
1: No, like, not only does he not care, but he's, like, a a fan. And Tick's, like, so embarrassed and ashamed. Because, you know, he has a son and he doesn't want to disappoint him. Meanwhile... But,
0: you know... (laughs) And that's what's so funny, because... I mean... It just goes to show, like, how much, like, self-loathing that you can carry when, you know, even if you think that you're the most enlightened individual in the LGBTIA, like, can you, wait, did I say all those in the right order? But, like, even though you think you're, like, the most enlightened person, I've gotten past all my issues, like, it's a totally different time, I can express myself, but, like, like, there's some people still deal with shame oh yeah and so like he was projecting this onto his son who had no shame whatsoever mm-hmm. like he was just proud yeah because he asked you him, he's
1: like you know do you have does he say do you have a boyfriend yeah like it was no thing and then he's like looking at his son like what he's like no i, I yeah, don't yeah because he was like
0: well mom had a girlfriend yeah, i don't know. It, it, yeah. He was like, isn't that what people do? Like, just even, like, <laughs> again, the most progressive person in yes. the room. Like, nothing faced him. Nothing
1: faced
0: him well. I know. And it was so funny. I mean, I just, cause again, it was, you know, the, you know, Guy Pierce wanted to go because he wanted to climb this mountain and drag and, you know, wanted to show, you know, he, they're just as much of an Australian as anybody else. Yes. And it was like, well, you know, but like when they got there, he's like, what do you want to do? And it's like, go home. <laughs> and which, and I think is like such the perfect ending because, you know, the, the point isn't like, you don't have to prove yourself to like, it's like the same with the Americas. It's like, who gets to define who's more, more or less American? That's not the point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's really, you know, at the, at the end of it, it's really just about belonging to one another. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter, like, what, like, cro- crooked power group accepts you more or less or, you know, I mean, obviously, like, it, like, impacts your life. But, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, the, the need to feel sort of accepted or validated. Mm-hmm. Like, that it didn't, it didn't, it didn't mean like, it didn't mean, it wasn't important anymore. Yeah. Because they, they had it with each exactly. other. Exactly. They, they didn't need anybody else. They didn't need to win anybody over. They didn't need to charm anybody else. Like, it wasn't about outside approval, uh, approval anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because they had like, found it in the relationships with each other i love it you know what i mean that's what i was thinking friendship but and the i still can't believe two million dollar budget and these like the costumes were out of control which they won an oscar for Oh, they did yeah that costume designer won a um (sighs) i wrote it down but i don't know where it is yeah, I don't remember, but she, she showed up in the dress made of like gold MasterCards yeah. for the yes. Oscars. She wanted to do that for the movie, but apparently they said it was going to cost like $10,000 to print out that kind of, they were like, uh, well, we don't have that in our budget. <laughs> but then by the time the film had become such a hit, they just like gifted her the cards and she was like, okay, That's thanks.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah, it looks
1: amazing. She's done like a lot of stuff because I, I, like, she's in a lot of um kind of kooky costume work. I know who you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, she has. She has. I think, like, you know, we were talking about um Dracula. It's the same. It works the same where if you just... I mean, if you can just dump a huge portion of your budget into wardrobe and you have, like, you know actors that are willing to just absolutely commit, like a Gary Oldman, yeah. or you know, Guy Pearce or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's it. That's all you need. Like, you just need a bus, a desert, and like, two million dollars worth of costumes. Yeah. You know...
1: That's it. Something I was, like, <clears throat> while watching the movie, I... Hugo Weaving is, like, such a presence in a lot of movies, you know? Like, he's, um... In almost all the movies he's in, he's, like, a villain or, you know, for, you know, just very powerful. I guess presence is a perfect word. But, like, in this movie, he's, like, very sweet and tenderhearted and almost, like, I don't want to say shy, but he's just very genuine. Just a very genuine person. And um, I was like, oh, wow. And it's, like, almost sometimes, like, you forget that that he's Hugo weeping (laughs) because you have Guy Pierce just like taking over all these scenes and then you have sweetheart little
0: Mitzi over in the corner just you know do you know what I mean and he like you know he is the central character but like you said I mean it was I think it was because he is like sort of going through a crisis and it's internal yeah so it's like he he can't play it big because he's hiding it from. You
1: see it on his face like all the time.
0: Yeah. Right. And he has this wonderful lines where he goes, I, you know, I'm sorry to, that I didn't tell you, but I'm not sorry that you're here. Yeah, to burn it down. You know, and it was yeah. like, yeah. And it was just, you know. And again, I just love that moment. The The whole moment of the movie, because it does feel very much like, you know, there are times in everybody's life where you're just like, God, I need backup. Uh I need Uh help. Like, I'm going through it. I don't even know if I can get it all out. I don't even know if I can tell you about it. And it's like those people that show up to get on that 30-year-old bus (laughs) with you, those are your friends. That's your family. You know? <laughs> That's your family. For sure. But, you know, the, the other thing that I was thinking about was, like, I when I watched it the first time and I remember, like, when they were, like, dancing to ABBA, I thought that it was so kitschy and it felt like it was a hundred years ago. <laughs> yes. And it was, it would essentially be, like, if they perform, like, Missy Elliott's Lose Control. Isn't that mad Now. I don't, like, I
1: don't it. like it. I don't like oh, that I feeling. I hate it. Oh. It's so bad. I know. I, w- I was just doing that earlier today. Like, oh my God. 2001 was 20 fucking years ago. I hate mm-hmm. this. But, like, this movie is kind of timeless, I think. Especially with, with, I feel, how progressive it was for the majority of the film.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean I do. And I think it's it's obviously I mean it this one we had to rent, like we usually try to every movie that we do is streaming free somewhere that you can find. But this one we had to rent which honestly during Pride Month? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. What was oh, that uh, about? Oh dear but, so, you know, we make a Spotify playlist. Yes, we do. All right. Like every week. And this, like, obviously the soundtrack for this movie is amazing. Yeah. It, like, we, it's, it, like, you don't have to touch no. it. But we just like doing it for we fun. Do. Um, so, I have. Apparently a ton uh, of I songs. <laughs> I do have a <laughs> ton of songs. I'm not going to name them all. I'll send you a list. Yeah, but, like, I just have so many memories of, like, going to the club, back in the day, and, like, what would get everybody out of their yes. seats. And so I just want everybody else to, like, maybe you remember it. If you weren't old enough, introduce yourself. You're going to love yes. it. <sighs> but the biggest one, well, I mean, one of the biggest ones is... If, I don't know if you'll know, know it by name, but it's called Nobody's Supposed to Be Here by Deborah Cox. How did you oh. get here? Mm. <laughs> Nobody's supposed to be here. Oof. Oh my God. My heart just started racing. Oh. It's so good. Love it. So good okay second one these are all remixes by the, oh, the way remixes this is a house remix love it.
1: my favorite
0: yeah. no i'm not gonna ju- you, you, just play, you don't just play the song you have to play like the 25 minute house <laughs> yes. remix and you're like have i been out here for 20 minutes i can't tell i don't remember second one also remix <sighs> oh, oh my god I again cannot tell you the performative element of this song and how crazy I went to it, which is it's not right. But it's okay. But it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I almost went with that one. Uh, Oh my god! Three of you were pretty cheap (laughs) because because only two of you ate dinner. I saw the credit card (laughs) receipts. Can't I can't. Oh, so good. Okay. okay. And the other one, yes, obviously, Crystal Waters, 100% pure love. Pure love. <laughs> oh, it is. It, okay. Just one more.
1: Okay. Just okay. one more.
0: The cover of If You Could Read My Mind, Oh! but it had all the house divas. Do yes. you remember that one? <sighs> So I mean, I good. love the original, of course. I do too. I do too. Never <laughs> thought I could, <did. laughs> but it is <just> <laughs> great. I had that. I had
1: that eight-track tape.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. But yeah, the remix, it's so good. Woo. So, what are your... I can't wait to see what yours are.
1: <laughs> so, I I feel like um, it, this one kind of goes with the movie themes of the kind of like seventies dance songs, um, and this is so dumb I was in Target the other day and this came on in the Target and I was just like oh and <laughs> and I'm one of those people that has to like dance through Target if I hear a song I don't care mm-hmm. I don't care who's looking at me I love this I'm mm-hmm. gonna sing it in front of you if you don't want to see this please go away because this is this is right. happening, um, this is happening. You know what, it's involuntary. It's involuntary. Whether you like it or not, I'm doing this. Um, yeah, it was uh, "Mighty Real" by Sylvester. <gasps>
0: because that song. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's my you. This is my that's my I favorite. Real that's my favorite. It's so good. It's <sighs>
1: okay. God, it's so okay. Good. And then it's so good. Um, another song I chose was um. I suppose uh, it was more for Bernadette, but not really, because, I mean, she was very strong herself, but I felt like it kind of um, could, you know, she'd love this song, and it was um, Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Okay. That's a good
1: one. That's a good one. And then uh, my third one is Let's Have a Kiki by
0: Scissor Sisters, because <gasps> it's, it's,
1: it's one of my favorite songs.
0: Ooh, that is a good yep. one. Yep. So, those are my. <laughs> yeah, the, that'll all work. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love that. God, I love that. I love Sylvester. Me so too. Much. You,
1: I'm serious. You go into Target and that song comes yeah. on, what are you supposed to do?
0: Dance. <laughs> it's mandated. It's... Like wearing a mask used to be.
1: <laughs> I mean, I still do it there's now a is it the delta virus the the delta Burke,
0: the delta burk virus I've,
1: <laughs> I've i've had that virus and um <laughs> i
0: caught it off a lifetime yeah like symptom number one you think you're married to major dad <laughs> um <laughs> No, <laughs> no. <laughs> number two you've got really high sugar bacon in your blood <laughs> oh i got my test for results back and i had such high sugar bakers <laughs> oh man oh they're gonna put me on that form for my sugar bakers <laughs> she was in
1: this <laughs> lifetime movie um where she played one of those nurses. I think she was a nurse or something. And she uh, was stalking this woman to, um, this pregnant woman to cut out the baby and steal it. Perfect. Perfect. Well, she was. She can be nothing else.
0: Oh, I love her so much. You get that baby, Delta. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. <sighs> well, anyway. anyway this... I mean, what, what more do you want from a movie review? <laughs> I think that had everything, really. So with that, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. Uh, you can send in your recommendations of
1: music, movies, and shows that you want us to check out. We'd love to hear from you.
0: You can find us on Twitter at Your Weird Dance, Instagram at Your Weird Dance, our Facebook page, Your Weird Dance... Or you can email us at your weird at gmail.com and Spotify at your yes. weird dance playlist. And it's going to have all this yes, good shit on it. Playlist. And Gina
1: is curating this whole, pretty much this whole playlist for you guys. Cause Gina knows where it's at. She's got all the jams, all the hits, all the good ones. She's taking you all back right, to well, the club.
0: All right. I can't, I know, wait. I can't wait either. Oh. So join us next time when we're going to have another a proud selection yes. as we stride into pride. <laughs> uh, thanks again. I'm your Auntie Ruth. And I'm your Auntie Gina. Your weird, weird dance. dance.